and welcome to another exciting and hopefully entertaining and informative episode of Rogues in the House, a podcast expressly dedicated to the spread of the love of information about the genre of sword and sorcery, not just in literature, but in films, TV, comics, games, and much more. Presented with 100% enthusiasm by half-baked experts, tighten your sword belts, gird your loins, and get ready for the rogues. We've got a very crowded house of rogues today, don't we? There is a face on the screen that I have dearly missed. Yes, that's right. It's me. Oh, wait. No, that's not, that's not who you meant. Oh, don't keep them in suspense. Don't keep them in suspense. I feel like I should be introducing him since I kind of helped, uh, you know, I wouldn't say take the place, but I kind of like just filled the seat for a little while. You usurped him. <laughs> you usurped Alex Kostopoulos. That's who we're talking about. He's back. Back in the house. Hi, everybody, <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Rogues in the House. There you go. Uh, since oh, since I've been gone, so I don't think there's any usurping going on. And there's no, not any no. replacing. No. It's just a community that's growing, and that's a good thing. Yep. Uh, but since I've been gone, I've learned words like post-production <laughs> and, like, what was the thing? We counted off? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we got, we got real <laughs> fancy while I've been gone. <laughs> Well, it kind of comes with the trade that I do when I'm not in the House of Rogues. So I, th I think it's fantastic. And I, I want to um, say thank you for coming in and doing everything that you've done and kind of taking the place up a notch. Well, we added an addition to the house. So, you know, that that uh, it's the least I could do. I really enjoyed listening to the three of you when you first started up. And uh, I was honored uh, to be considered to kind of like, you know, fill in when you were missing and now i'm here with you we're all in the same place together it's pretty cool most excellent yep absolutely yeah it's exciting um so I, what are we talking about today guys well something we've been talking about for wanting to talk about for quite like a while the whole time like since we yeah. started <laughs> yeah and uh the time is right because mm -hmm. uh selfishly i'm at like my peak fandom with this particular uh ip with this cultural phenomenon that just will not die. Um, so we're talking about Tila and the Masters of the Universe. Oh, Sorry, I was, just, I was just trying to get in good with the YouTube uh, saboteurs. Okay, He's guys? trying to go right for the, <laughs> He's going for the juggler right off the bat. Listen, oh, we're, talking about, we're talking about Masters of the Universe here and all of its incarnations. We are going to take a uh land wind raider i view uh i view of the things um mm -hmm. that's for the nerds who know what a wind raider is um we're gonna look at this as a well like, you know what i'm not even gonna tell you we're gonna get there <laughs> we're gonna get there we're gonna get we there. are gonna get there but we're gonna we're gonna give a broad view of things um you know this is a subject where potentially as new things come out um we could return to the topic but I'm surprised it has taken us this long and uh, I'm super psyched to be talking about it. So, Well, in all fairness, we were pretty poor at recording episodes for a while there. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. 20, 2020 was a uh, rough hard, year. Hard time. It was a rough everybody. year. Yeah. I think we had like, what, six episodes, I think, maybe. A year. We limped along and kept yeah. it alive and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And now we have, we're tripping over ideas for episodes and potential guests yeah. and, uh, yeah, it's uh it's all good in this house of rogues. 
Yep. There's a lot of good ideas that we want to throw at, uh, throw at each other and see what sticks on the wall and then present it to our audience. That's right. So, but before we get into the meat and potatoes, we've got to I stumble had our way. Potatoes for dinner. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, a true Irish lad. Yeah. Yeah. Coinky yeah. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> a coincidence of what? <laughs> I don't know. Deal I'm with Irish it. a little bit, so you had potatoes. We got a coincidence here. <laughs> what kind of? Uh, what kind of? How do you? How do you like your taters? Um, actually, awesome. I'm, I'm smash them, boil them, stick them yeah. in a stew. There you go. Oh. That it is. did not did not fair did not pass that test there. No, I didn't think you would, but I knew someone <laughs> wanted it. I don't even know that. I, that's so on the tip of my tongue. What the hell is that? Lord of the, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I was actually thinking it was like uh, the animated Hobbit was in my mind. It sounded like a cartoon voice would have said. You were close. Like, you were close. Yeah, yeah you were it was close. Go- it was a Gollum who said it, or was it uh, Samwise? Sam. Sam, Sam said it to Gollum. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now it's coming What's back. What's taters, precious? <laughs> wow. What's what, <laughs> what's worse? What's worse? People doing Gollum impressions with great zeal, or people doing Austin Powers impressions with great zeal? What's worse? Uh, people doing Arnold impressions with yeah. I, 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 oh, please. Ooh. Come on. I, I think we need. You know it. There's a Gollum Arnold conversation that has yet to happen, but I think really should. And here you cold-blooded bastards. <laughs> it's time to go to the bazaar of the bazaar. Uh, so who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yes. Deal. Yeah, yeah, you got a big one. Yeah, you, guy, you do. Yeah. It. Okay. So, um, I've had a lot of stuff. I've been at the bazaar a lot. The bazaar a lot. Um. I just got back from Gen Con, which was held in Indianapolis, and it was an amazing time. Um, yeah, I forgot. We haven't even talked to you since then, huh? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was in Indianapolis for five days, went on Wednesday, came back on Sunday. Um, I think that's five days. Yeah, it is. Because um, it all blended into one, believe me you. Um, it was reduced in number. They put a cap of about 35000 on ticket sales, and I... I'm not sure that they ever sold out. I don't think they did. But boy, was it refreshing to be at a con that normally has anywhere between 70 and 150 people turnstile uh, turnstile numbers. It was so refreshing to be able to be at a con like that where you can sit down and, and walk through the expo halls and, and get involved in games and not be like completely overwhelmed by the wash of humanity, sometimes the unwashed masses of humanity um but it was yeah it was great i got to play some really cool new games um some stuff that's coming out uh here in the very near future i got to uh take a look at some of the production stuff that's out there return to dark tower from restoration games Mm. um i don't know if anybody are you familiar any of you are familiar with that game it came out in 1981 and really hit big but unfortunately it was kind of hamstrung by the fact that it was using 1981 electric technology i would not have been born for another six years when oh lord out. so <laughs> i was probably kicking in the womb a little yeah well i was i was still a youngster but i was playing that game um and they're coming out with uh, a new one they're giving it a revamp 
uh, it's really cool. My son and I played it for like a half hour, which you normally would never be able to do at Gen Con. You would not be able to do a demo on the expo floor for a half hour. It'd be like five, 10 minutes. And then you got to make room for someone else. Um, Sounds like I did it wrong then. <laughs> Matt, you should have gone to Gen Con. I you couldn't should. go this year. I couldn't. I really could not. Yeah. I mean, I not with COVID, et cetera, was, was not possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, well, in 2018, when I was there, it was, you know, crazy, huge. Mm -hmm. But we were doing demos of Batman at the time, uh, Gotham City Chronicles, and those were like an hour long a piece. So that it was just constantly people waiting to play. Yeah. Yeah. Probably should have cut it off. But you can't, I don't know, a game like that, you got to, you almost got to get to that last round to really get a feel for it. So, right. Yeah. yeah but Gen Con, Gen Con was great. Uh, met a lot of new uh, companies that normally wouldn't be there because the big boys were out, like Paizo and Talsorian Games and oh, a whole bunch of other ones. Um, That's cool. Yeah. That's it, cool. it opened up. It, it was very cool. It opened up a lot of opportunities for new vendors and, and game designers to come out and artists and authors. Um, to basically kind of you know make some exposure for themselves and it was thoroughly thoroughly enjoyable one of the best gen cons i have ever had that's awesome i was just gonna ask that yeah mm -hmm. wicked yeah um who's next come on now guys don't be shy take your piece Bye. of the pie <laughs> i'll go i, I i'm go usually, ahead, i'm usually unprepared and uh, that's still true. I'm extremely <laughs> unprepared. You had how um, many months to prepare now? Yeah, I, I, I haven't done a single thing. <laughs> no, this whole time he's been he's been in the lab, like really working on it. No, um, uh, you know, because you know, you don't think about all that stuff. So suddenly, I'm kind of at a blank. Um, D might have played this, but Hero Realms. Familiar with this game at all? I've heard of it. Hero Realms. Hero so it's it's not really a new game. It's a mm -hmm. sort of a deck builder. Uh, and I'm addicted to it. I absolutely love it. I play it with a group of friends. Um, you can play it against each other. Uh, you can play cooperatively um, fighting you know, sort of a, a boss. No, a table. Table. Sorry. Okay. Car card game. Table yeah, yeah, uh, tabletop yeah. card game. And. I don't. I, I think I just lose hours on this, and we're stuck on the, sec the second cooperative um, deck that they have. A expansion pack, I guess, is probably the better term. And there's this one boss fight that I we have tried it like six times, and I swear, unless the cards fall perfectly, it you can't beat it. It's impossible. Mm. It is so hard, and every what it is is. Um, hopefully I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, every character essentially has a mini boss in front of them. And it's actually, there's no, there's no governing boss. It's just each boss is so hard. And when they flip and they go to rage mode, you flip the card. When I say flip, um, it, it, it's, if you haven't dealt with like half of them by the time they flip, it's like, you've, you're just going to spend an hour losing. <laughs> so it's, uh, it, it can be very painful. Um, but it is, it's a fantastic game. Very fun. Um, my daughter who's, uh, 11 now is, uh, is enjoys it as well. And it's good math practice because, you know, oh, you keep, you keep track of your health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she's mm -hmm. co constantly adding and subtracting from that. Um, and it's not easy. It's not like, you know, starting with 10 health, you start with something like 58. It's like, <laughs> it's like a random number, <laughs> 58 health. Why not? 
Um, hey, wait but a yeah. second. Eight minus five. I can't do this. Yeah, I know. I right? literally can't do that. So, you know, <laughs> maybe I need to play. Yeah, that was so, that was that's kind of cool. Is that a 2016 game? If I read that right on board? Yeah, I think it is. I didn't know the year off the top of my head, but I know it's been around. Um, and we just probably within um, the COVID period really started to get into it. Um, and, I, you know, we bought the entire the whole set, the, the actual base, uh, the various characters you can play, all the expansions. They got a lot of money from us. And they're promising a third expansion, but it's yet to nice. be seen. It's got mm-hmm. adult, that's adult gaming, dude. Like It's yeah. like if you get a thing, you like it, and it's like, well, I'm buying everything because I yes. can now afford all these things. It was, it was, believe it or not, my it, it was a, was it a Mother's Day gift? It was a Mother's Day gift for my wife. We had played it, and she wanted the game so much. That we, I bought her like the collector's box with every bleeping card that can possibly go in it. <laughs> Sick. Uh, <laughs> but this is the this is probably the first game that she's ever bought for herself or or uh, got cool. as a gift like wow. that. It was yeah. really cool. From yeah, like open. Your, yeah from might, what I'm, yeah exactly snowball now. From what I'm looking at, it's got a very easy entry price point. Is yes, that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. If you if you buy the base box, you are good to go. Yeah. Um, you don't have the cooperative play. Yeah, but you get the basic rules of the game, and it's it's such a fun game. It, yeah. The base itself is it keeps you rolling because every game is a little different. Um, it's usually pretty you know high powered. I think it was in the last episode that we uh, presented. Matt and I were talking about being our uh, having our childhood sold back to us. Yeah, yeah. sure. And that uh, uh, <laughs> game that I was talking about, Return to Dark Tower. If you were all in on the Kickstarter, three fifty. Yeah. I did not back that. (laughs) No, I can't do that because that's 350 American too. So yeah, Yeah, it's more for me. It's it's more of a punch in the gut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, I'm happy you're playing a physical game. uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's wicked. Yep. Yeah. It's nice. My little COVID bubble. We get the the games. Although that bubble's kind of all over the place now, I suppose. Sure. sure. We actually just uh, started playing some D&D, 5th Ed. um, Yeah, I saw that. I saw you finally got a game. Yeah, Yeah, it was kind of, it was fun. You know, we'll do some more. I'm playing a evil paladin. Actually, everyone's kind of evil. So we'll see. Really? How is that working out? I love evil games. It's going to be wicked. I, uh, I actually just... The first session, I didn't really know what I was doing with the paladin, and uh, this time I'm realizing that I can just like burn spell slots to do crazier attacks. And you know, I don't know, it's fun. Never been a paladin before, but I wasn't going to be a good guy. Like, nah. <laughs> Hello, I am here to do God's work. No, no, not doing that. <laughs> I'm here to do uh, demons work. Let's do that. That's fun. But I hope you <laughs> use that voice anyway. Yeah, well, you I, am, I am here to do demons work. <laughs> I am here to do the demons work. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know me. I I do voices. <laughs> uh, also, I'm not a Satanist. Just for the record, uh, just want to put that out there. <laughs> not publicly, anyway. and it's cool if you are. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Logan, start talking. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see how far uh, the hole gets that you're digging there. Um, yeah, my mine is not exactly like sword and sword related, but I got super excited about this, um, especially if like you converse with me on the Whetstone Discord. You know that I'm super into westerns. Yeah, and we're recording this on September 30th. Tomorrow, October 1st, which will probably be in the past when you listen to this, a new western comes out 
called Old Henry, and it's starring um, what's his name? I have it right here. I promise. Here it is. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Oh, yeah. um, he's good. And it's like That's a serious right. action western. Um, and it looks super good. And from the current reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 92%, which makes me hopeful. Um, it also has um, Trace Adkins in it, which is not a highlight. But, you know, if you're familiar with country music mm-hmm. and then Stephen Dwar- Stephen Dorf, um, I think are the big three headliners there. But it looks really cool. Um, and I don't get good Westerns like high budget Westerns very often. Um, we did actually just watch um, News of the World with Tom Hanks. Such a um, good film. Very good. Um, some of it, and like I get this a lot with like historical things, I feel like it's presentation of how long and how far they traveled was not well conveyed. Um, and But that's that's fine. And then some of the stuff, the CGI wasn't great because like they mm-hmm. CGI'd some towns. But like we lost Westerns because it became like super expensive to make those sets. And I think CGI is making it a little easier and I get it. It just wasn't perfect. And so I'm nitpicking, but it's an excellent movie. Um, Really good couple action scenes. Very um, interesting setup too for that. So if you haven't seen news of the world, check that out. But old Henry, uh, Tim Blake Nelson comes out October 1st. So check that out. If you like Westerns theaters or streaming online. Uh, it looks like, so as far as I can tell, it looks like it has a limited release in theaters. Um, I don't know if it'll be on like theaters here in Albuquerque because um, we don't get a whole lot of those. Mm. But uh, I imagine there's also a streaming service it'll come out on. Um, I did not research that uh, before you asked that question, which I probably should have done. <laughs> the answer will be available in the future from yeah. now when people hear this. This is the past. <laughs> Hey, Logan, uh, since we're on the subject of Westerns, I thought of you this weekend. I watched for a few dollars more. Oh, yeah. Sick. Both That's of our the best one. I know. Favorite, people just, yeah, they favorite, just rave favorite. over the good, bad and ugly, which is a good film. It is. But the best one is a few dollars more. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree. Hmm. So I don't know how I feel about that. No, um, it's so good. So it's good. Tighter, I really did um, like it. Better like uh, shots. It's not as drug out as Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. The music's top notch. The villain's perfect. I, I was gonna say the villain, Indi, uh, Indio, Indio, I think. Yeah, yeah. He he's like the ultimate crazy bad guy. Yeah, yeah. But That's, he's just like chaotic, chaotic, chaotic is yeah, what he the is. One of those three that I remember the least, but I, I mean, I liked all of them. Hmm. Okay, um, well. And the side character, I mean, he, I mean, he plays the villain in Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Same actor, different character. Yeah. But like the first time you meet him, he like unfolds that whole like the gun, of like yeah. guns that roll down. Yeah. Like it's just yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. But I, lo- I love uh, <laughs> Lee Van Cleef as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a- yeah, Lee Van Cleef is the star of that situation. I mean, you got yeah, Clint yeah. Eastwood, but Lee Van Cleef is dope in those movies. Yep. I think that's the thing, though. I like him better in Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah, yeah, I got like his. He's just he's yeah. I don't know something about him in that. Anywho, well, I'm gonna make my uh, bizarre pick pretty short. I'm not really gonna talk about anything in particular. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna cover a thing that I'm totally into lately. Instead, um, 
I want to well, give a couple of thanks. This whole episode's like something you're really into right now. So. Yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to thank uh, Brian Murphy. He's the author of Flame and Crimson, A History of Sword and Sorcery. Uh, he reached out to me, you know, expressing how much he likes the show. Um, and he sent us some books. Uh, and it's something we're all going to take some time read i've heard nothing but good things about this and it's sort of somewhat embarrassing to have not read it yet at this point and be a host of the show so thank you brian um and if you have uh, not checked that out from my brief uh leafing through um i will say it sounds like good stuff i would also like to uh, say a special thanks to sarah frazetta for sending uh, a fine care package uh to us with some uh, some wicked materials in there, got some glass coasters, which are uh, oh yeah, keeping my wine cold. Actually, they don't really do that, but they are beautiful. Yes, um, they are very nice. <laughs> yes, very nice. Uh, among other treasures that were given to us, uh, it's just super class. So I want to say thanks to those two, um, and I'm sure we'll be talking to both of them. Uh, separately on future episodes. Yeah, I don't know if Sarah is like a mind reader or something, but she sent uh, me also some coasters, mm -hmm. some uh, magnetic stickers, prints, if you if you want to call that, but two miniatures of the Death Dealer that wow. I had, that I had wow yeah that I had commission painted, and oh, are they sweet? You I mean, had them painted? Yes, sweet. That's awesome. To throw up on the Instagrams. Yeah, I'll have to get some good pictures and show you. So wow, yeah, I'm out the, of the uh, picture for a little while, and you guys get delusions we're getting, of grandeur. We're getting yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> getting gifts heaped upon us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got a whole set of the um Frazetta, the Death Dealer miniatures that Bronze Age did. They're friggin' dope. Um okay, let's get into this. Who wants to say it? I, I have, have the, the power. power. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just making sure someone was going to take that cue properly. Uh, so we are, in fact, talking about the masters of the universe, previously known as uh, before it, you know, was completed. One of the working titles for the show was Lords of Power, which is pretty rad. I mean, it sounds like a power metal band. But uh, I think the the thinking was that it sounded a little too religious or something like Lords of Power. They didn't really want. Yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> that's not doing it for me. I no. probably would not have been into that. Well, Masters of the Universe. Yeah, that's sweet title. That's a better Come title. Come on. Uh, so we're talking about that. Um, I'm sure it doesn't really need much of an introduction, but. It began as a toy line in the early 80s by Mattel. Turns out Mattel uh, passed on making Star Wars toys. Okay, so they had the opportunity Stackers. to make Star Wars toys. And they were very much like doing Barbie stuff. Um, and I think they had one called like Action Man. I don't know if I remember that uh, properly, but... They Action weren't. Man was a figure. And yeah, yeah. I think that was. Exist, I think yeah. that's who Mattel had before. And I so, am for, sure, they're kicking themselves yeah. every well, day since. 
that's exactly right. And I think it went to, was it Hasbro or Kenner? I don't remember originally. Kenner. Who, Kenner. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. It was Kenner. Do you notice that you said Star Wars and Alex was like, Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His eyes brightened. It's like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I should have that's, had a different That's the podcast pick. we're doing? I got it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they passed on it and they were like, Oh, what have we done? Yeah. And so, uh, they wanted something to kind of, uh, target, you know, younger boys for their interests. And so they went with this thing called, um, masters of the universe. And there's all kinds of funny origins when you read about it, like who the characters were originally and certain names they were going to have like merman was seaman so no why yeah, would you seriously. do that he was gonna be seaman <laughs> so they, uh, oh they wised up over that one um and so and there's always this thing too where um oh no before i get to that i want to mention the fact that one of the things was they launched this toy brand and they didn't have a show usually it was you made a show to sell toys. That's mm-hmm. right. They actually had the toys first. And they were like, uh, what are we going to do? Like, there's no story here. We're just coming up with like cool looking dudes and some buff dudes. And, fighting. Yeah, buff, buff dudes, all of whom are wearing uh, fur diapers. Pretty much everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they actually put in mini comics with them. That's right. right. And, yeah. and um, <laughs> so and the mini comics are actually pretty sweet. Like, They're brutal. Yeah, yeah they were like the show. The show's very kid friendly, but the comics exactly. were, were not far more Conan like. Like He Man yeah. was a fur clad barbarian with an axe. Yeah, not Prince Adam. No, no, none of that stuff. Which I don't know. I'd like to see an alternate version. In, where in fact, I think to the toy originally shipped with an axe, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. yeah, axe and shield, and maybe half of a power sword. So interestingly, you couldn't. Like the power swords would be like you put them both together and then yeah they were open. thin yeah. right because like and they could open if I, if I remember mm-hmm. yeah, no, Which, no, that's this is getting like way ahead of us but yeah, that's yeah. a callback or there's a callback to that in the new show oh yeah which i didn't know because like i didn't i don't i didn't have the comics i had a bunch of toys yeah i do not remember having comics um when i was a kid but so i didn't remember that um yeah but i don't I was know if... research and i was like oh that's clever way to go yeah 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 <laughs> oh listen there's as much as people uh, there's certain people who claim that and we will get to that show yeah. uh really was a spitting in the eye of fans i was like i saw the exact opposite yeah, i saw yeah. some really loving attention to detail but we'll get to that um so and there's also the sort of rumor um piece about that the he-man figures were originally going to be um for Conan the Barbarian. So I've looked this up. I've read about it. I've watched documentaries. And the most recent thing I read from comic book resources is that um, one of the most persistent legends when it comes to He-Man is that he was originally intended to be a tie, a toy tie-in for the 1982 Conan the Barbarian film. Conan Properties International says even sued Mattel over the He-Man toy line since Mattel had a deal to do Conan toys and backed out of that deal and then released Masters of the Universe line of figures. And then it goes into this uh, legalese about contracts and things like that. 
But I mean, if you look at the fur diapers and you look at the jacked bodies, I mean, it's pretty easy to just, you know, you paint his hair, you know, a dark brown yeah. like Arnold and, you know, he has an axe and you can kind of see it, furry boots, that kind of thing. But it wasn't like they had these figures created to roll out and then simply repainted them. That is, as far as I understand, that's not how it went. There was just Mattel was going to do it. And they were like an R-rated movie for a kid's toy line. And yeah, no, that's not going to work. So they really, what they wanted to do was create a brand that would compete with Star Wars. So I was always under the impression that He-Man had been in design phases before mm -hmm. the 82 movie. Yeah. Um, so like the idea was already there and it may, you know, may or may not have been inspired by the idea of Conan or it's just like convergent evolution. Well, and certainly far, but Conan comics would have been hot. Yeah, at that that's, time. True, that's true. Very hot at that time. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no like, and the idea of Skeletor and Falsa doom mm -hmm. and there's all kinds of little bits and pieces that made snake its way man. in there. Yeah. Snake man. Exactly. Um, so if you haven't heard about Masters of the Universe, that's kind of the uh, the uh, the very quick crash course in what it is. And I mean, the toy line was huge in the 80s. Like it was, it became massive, like major growth, millions and millions and millions of these things sold. Um, and since then, it's kind of kept coming back. But the shows and the movies haven't been overly successful, but the toy line, like there's a whole, there is a convention dedicated to Masters really? of the Universe. Yeah, PowerCon. Huh. And it's huge. So where? Yeah. So there's a there's a big, I don't even I think it's even beyond cult, right? It's like it's a huge following for this IP, and most of it is just based on action figures. Can I ask a question? Yeah. As someone who did not collect the toys, okay. They just, they never interested me. Um, mm -hmm. Had they been made or any line of Conan related action figures done to the styling of Master the, the Masters of the Universe, do you think that would have helped or hurt our... Conan or more Masters? Or... Conan. Conan. You know, mm -hmm. done in that style, that, you know, overly beefed up, small head, huge shoulders tiny ways oh. it would have i think it would have helped at the time you think it would have helped yeah because your time and place is high 1980s where like that's the look the right? reason the reason <laughs> i ask is because i've been reading that uh, flame and crimson book mm -hmm. and it theorizes or it doesn't theorize it it states the author states that in the time after conan the barbarian of 82 we were beset with all kinds of horrible pastiche, bad movies, bad oh. everything. Yeah, that is and true. And it's what took sword and sorcery kind of off the radar for a yeah. long time. So I would say the difference there, and I kind of agree with Alex, is that the He-Man toys were friggin' awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, they 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 just were like they're a pleasure to kind of handle um really colorful like maybe it water like certainly it's more kid friendly and more yeah. cartoon there were um, four main toy lines of the 1980s by my count star wars G. transformers gi joe. joe and he-man mm -hmm. yeah so if you were to say 
male male directed toys male direct of course that's what <laughs> yeah. i'm yeah i understand there was plenty of others i'm sure yeah yeah but my point is is that if you were to swap out he-man with with conan uh i think you get a very big financial success because i think the toys were the right place right time uh the characters were a wide array now you may have different characters that may that might be different too or perhaps that conan verse explodes into weird skeletor type type world as well yeah and i mean you'll get a lot of conan fans too who just sort of uh balk at uh masters of the universe for being too kid-like and Mm -hmm. you know i get that if you're super hardcore all the time and i think that's what not yeah that's kind of what drove me away from not collecting them was the fact that they were a little too cartoonish for Mm me i was all over gi joe yeah gi joe was a superior toy i will Mm -hmm. say that yeah. Uh, in the they, in the regards they, they had, to their they had arms, they had elbows yeah. and knees. Yeah, yeah they yeah. kung fu grip. <clears throat> yeah, and that's actually why I'm so such a big fan of this new release of He-Man toys. Um, I'll talk about that in a little bit too, even though I already have. Yeah, um, such a big fan. Have you seen yeah, man. Yeah, like they are. <laughs> well, whatever. I can talk about it now. I guess. Yeah. So essentially this origins toy line came out and this is what's actually sort of got its claws in me more than anything. Like I enjoyed revelations. Um, I've always had an eye for masters. Like I kept looking at um, this other line they had done for a previous decade called masters of the universe. Uh, Ooh, what are they called? Classics. And they're a little taller, a little more anatomically uh, not as crazy steroid wrestler sure um and they looked great but this new toy line man i bought one of them and then i realized like the articulation is super strong so you can pose them uh like you can kind of just get hypnotized posing these things and like (laughs) like if i were an artist a comic artist and i was doing a conan comic or something to have those as photo references would be amazing so the posability and then the fact that i don't know you mentioned gi joe alex and i don't know if you guys used to do this but we used to take those things apart and make customs right sure they have a pin on the back of gi joe's you can easily just pop those out you wrap the elastic band around and you we did all kinds of wacky stuff but with these new masters of the universe origins they're completely they're almost entirely modular so you can pop out arms legs feet hands heads accessories and you can just make these crazy combinations so my kid and i you know we'll start playing and he'll very quickly just be like no nah, making a new guy and he'll you know pull them all apart and do that so yeah it's a it's a sweet time if you're into that and if you have any passing interest um check those out for sure has your son named any of the new creations uh God, he says so many things in the run of a day, Dean. That, yeah. uh... well, I mean, <laughs> let's face it. A lot of the He-Man characters aren't brilliantly named. <laughs> no, no. But... They're but brilliant I'm... in their simplicity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Fisto. Ram Man. <laughs> Ram Fisto. Man, Fisto. Yeah, Stinkor, Stinkor was one of my Yeah, yeah, yeah the stung guy. Yeah. yeah. He, the, the, to me, that is the most, That that's how you know that you are dominating a market when yeah, you yeah, yeah. create a toy that <laughs> smells bad and it sells. Here's a thing that stinks. Yeah. Buy it. And he smelled like patchouli. 
And it's funny. I never knew as a kid what patchouli was, but I would be like later in life. I'm talking 10 years removed. You're like, oh, is there a stinkor figure? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm walking to the grocery store. I'm like, someone smells like stinkor. <laughs> so like, to this day, patchouli uh, is stinkor to me because I never, that's what he smelled like. Oh, <laughs> uh, you must have never gone to a Renaissance fair then. No, I did not. I was, there were very few hippies in my orbit, you see. Uh, <laughs> but the, Before yeah. we move off the, uh, the toy conversation, I want to say, because you were talking about conversions. Yeah. The, the greatest conversion that I ever saw was in college, uh, where my friend took I, one of the, the lizard men, right? Mm -hmm. If you remember, there was one that could spit water. Yeah, yeah. And he plugged him into sort of a fish tank uh, bubbler. <laughs> Yeah. And he became a fountain and he, he kind of like set up a terrarium. And he just like puked <laughs> consistently. Consistently. That's it was amazing. amazing. It was the greatest yeah. thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. I remember those serpent men ones very well because, you know, I was born in 82. So by the time I was at prime action figure age, it was like getting toward the end of the line. And so uh, lots of serpent men were, mm -hmm. yeah, those are the ones I remember the most. See, I, I was right in the sweet spot because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm 78. So like I'm, target market for that yeah yeah you were like totally, already totally oh, I, doing I your just... taxes when they were coming out <laughs> and spending your returns on yep. uh, on, on d-man yeah so, that's interesting because i was born in 87 and i i don't even remember where i watched he-man mm -hmm. surely it was reruns and i had all mm -hmm. kinds of toys and like i had puzzles that were like these amazing paintings and yeah and all this stuff but like I'm late to the He-Man fit. Like He-Man would have already been on his way out, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I so mean, I don't by know the time how I came across it. The time, like by like 1987, uh, He-Man was kind of going down. Um, and then they released the movie with Dolph Lundgren, which it. was pretty much <laughs> unsuccessful. Didn't do by, anybody any favors? Yeah. yeah, just about all metrics. They did my classic thing that I hate in any sort of fantasy film. Let's go to Earth. Put it on Earth. I knew that. Uh, I, I know. I know uh, your pet peeve. I hate yep. that so much. Yep. Um, so <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hard shift this, though. I want to yeah, talk go, about the, the old cartoon a little bit. Yeah. Um, so first of all, you got the theme, you got the theme yeah, music, which the theme is, song. yep. I mean, and you got the, the big the big call, right? The, yeah. I have the power. Yeah. You know, that, so the other thing though is to my knowledge, I'm trying to think Skeletor may be the, I'm going to go out on a limb here and guys tell me I'm wrong. It's fine. Okay. Probably the most iconic villain created at the, like cartoon villain, I should say at that time. Like, yeah, he's, to, he's up to there that point. Sure. He's yeah. to that point. He was like the most recognizable. I can't think of anybody that was yeah. more. Uh, like I think, I think if you, if you did a basic census and held up two pictures, and you held up a Cobra Commander and a Skeletor, right? Most people are going to know Skeletor, right? And yeah, fewer, that's what fewer I mean. will know. Yeah, you're right. I'm not. I mean, I'm not sure. There's there's much that's more well recognized. He's like no, got this huge resurgence in pop culture right now. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's like yeah. the face. He's a of, meme. He's, he's a, a meme. meme. Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah. He, he could be uh, motivational or demotivational <laughs> yep. if you want to. Yep. Um, and you know what? Like when you watch that old show, like the old show right now, like 
it doesn't really hold up in the no, sense that you're terrible. gonna it's not gripping drama it's, but it's actually i don't find it that terrible like it's, i it's find it that. it's it's <laughs> terrible if you're looking for drama okay but if you're looking for f- enjoyable nostalgia yeah, like, yeah that's skeletor fair. is funny in that show man <laughs> like, yes yep he does he does he has, opi- he has opinions things. yep yeah you're a muscle-bound buffoon. <laughs> you said some, so you're talking about Skeletor and Cobra Commander, right? Being like super iconic, which is absolutely correct. But yeah. if you think about it, Skeletor is a skull, which mm. represents death in the human psyche, timeless mm. fear. And Cobra Commander is literally faceless. Yeah, yeah. And it's that fear of the unknown or like the faceless corporate entity that's evil. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're there, yeah. right? It's Communists. in your mind. Yeah. The comments. Yeah. <laughs> Parts unknown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, other, yeah. the other thing that was big about it, and, and I this is I'm kind of aping this off the uh toys that made us thing. They were right. they were big on morality as well. Yeah, right. yes. which yes, I, and I have it was very woke, he man. Yeah, yeah. I have <laughs> I have um again same buddy who actually had the the uh the figure kind of mounted. Uh he kind of attests that in the same way that Iron Maiden made me want to learn history. Yeah. That He-Man like taught him right and wrong. Yeah. Yeah. He kind yeah. of like hangs, <laughs> it, it, it created his paladin like disposition that he has to this day. Yeah. Is correct me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to remember at the end of each episode, they had some character basically speaking to the kids, mm-hmm. the listening yes. audience saying, listen, kids, if you learn to work together, you yeah, will exactly. be a better exactly. person. Right. If you see someone getting bullied, you know, yeah. you step in. Yeah. And not or to take he, anything he away. Them right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was kind of waiting for that in the new movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. I can see that. But it, well, it's interesting. Yeah. It, it's funny, though. I mean, one of the things the uh, <laughs> one of the big complaints against the new show is that it's like, you know, super woke and it's too moral and like. Uh, literally whatever. anything that comes out someone's going yeah, to say you, that you yeah, can't yeah. do any you can't have anything now that's yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, you will never make anybody everybody happy just can't do it but uh so i've i've had some conversations with some people and like they like skeletor a lot but they are more of like a hordak person hordak like they cool. love hordak like he idea. is very cool there's what some I, very cool concepts in their world yeah. What angered me, mention everything. Yeah. yeah, it angered me a little bit that Skeletor is sort of Hordak's apprentice. Yeah, I don't. I, I think that diminished. Like I knew, I know when they brought out Shira, they were trying to like build up the new big bad. Yeah, but I think they diminished Skeletor a little he, bit. Well, it's kind of like you know, if, if I may use a Star Wars reference. I, you know, yes, please do. You know, I know it's coming, but I like could if, feel it. If, if Skeletor is the Darth Vader, right? Yep. The icon, yep. the, the one that everyone thinks is the coolest, then you got to have an emperor behind the scenes mm. being evil. Well, I think actually, I thought you were going in another direction. You have okay. sort of the, the apprentice working to overthrow and become greater than the master as this well. This is interesting to yeah. me because, like, you just compared Skeletor to Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Last I checked, only one of them actually succeeded in an evil plan. Uh, yeah. Like, well, I mean, Skeletor never in the old series, never, ever, ever, ever wins. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Darth Vader's got a pretty bad track record, too. Villain. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least Darth Vader blew up that one planet that I can't name because I'm not Alex. <laughs> or, or, or apparently have any pop culture reference at all. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guy doesn't like Army of Darkness, for God's sakes. I know, really. Yeah. Right. I don't so like the, the other thing I, I think we need to bring up before we leave the, um, the old cartoon yeah. is the direct parallels. And, Dean, I don't know what you know about this, but I know Logan does, with Thundar the Barbarian. Thundar! I... Thundar was one of my favorites. So you're in good company. Logan and yeah, I dude. both absolutely love Thundar. We've been mm-hmm. begging Matt to do a Thundar episode. He's always like, nah, nah. Well, it's not It's not that I don't want to do it. It's that I don't. It, was, it wasn't on in Canada. I've, it never <laughs> aired. So I would it. have to go back and watch it. And, and I would. Um, Too sophisticated I, for Canadians. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm not, not even American. going down that road. <laughs> now, uh, the horse pace country can. Uh, <laughs> we we still have Alberta, and Albertans, if you're listening to the show, I love you, but figure it out. Um, <laughs> we're losing all kinds of demographics tonight. <laughs> uh, my fault. Uh, but no, Thunder wasn't Thunder. Weren't those concepts done by Jack Kirby? Don't know. Oh my god! If I, I know this and sad. you guys don't, don't sure. I'm gonna like you will totally never possible. live it down. I'm pretty sure he did. Maybe I'm. I'll, I'll be able to sleep at night. I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. you will. <laughs> but I will laugh maniacally. <laughs> <laughs> but my, so my biggest complaint. Par- of, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to just say the the parallels between the two are are pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah, and we can get into that a little bit, but Dean, I want you to say what you were going to say. Well, no, I was just going to make my one complaint about Thundar the Barbarian was that glob-shaped whatever it was that followed him around. That I don't know what was that thing. The was like, oh, you're thinking the Herculoids? What? Am I conf- the the, the Herculoids? Are you talking about Ukla the the mock? Maybe that was it. Yeah, Ukla. That's yeah, it. He, yeah, he was a Wookiee. He was a yeah, Wookiee. That's right. Yeah, he was a Wookiee. It's been he a, had few, a lizard horse. It's been a few decades since I've seen that thing. Yeah. 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 The reason you confuse me because the Herculoids literally had the yeah. Herculoids literally had a glob that yeah. followed them around. That's and right. Triceratops that shot rocks out of its yeah. horn. Yeah. Oh Which, yes. You know, and these are all kind of animated in the same style and in the same yeah. Uh, yeah. same art. So they're very, very interchangeable. Mm -hmm. So Jack Kirby did work on production design for the show. Makes sense. Yeah. Good job, though. Well, yeah, I just that was that kind of really caught my attention. I, you know, I love Jack Kirby designs. Um, So I was like, ooh, didn't know that. Thundar had a power sword. Right. Kind of a light lightsaber as yeah, well a lightsaber. as yeah. Yeah. the yeah the sun sword desk. wasn't it the, the sun, sun sword sun yep. sword yeah I believe that's right yep. yeah yeah he had the uh, he had a fur vest to go with his diaper yep mm-hmm. interesting yeah yeah I mean honestly we should do a thunder episode and well here's the other thing we've got enough rogues now that if I can't do an episode you can yeah, still do an true. episode I don't think and our then you can make is, fun of me the whole time. I, I I don't think our audience is knocking down the door for us to do a Thundar Barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, they, should, know. they should be. They, they, it is the audience who is wrong. That's yeah. right. <laughs> As we've us. often stated. <laughs> <laughs> they know nothing. We know what's uh, best for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Anywho, that was my point that I wanted to make. But we can move on from before, that. Before we move on, I just want to put this image in your head, okay? We're talking about Ooh. the old show and the intro. Prince Adam says, Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said by the power of Grayskull, right? Yeah. All I can't get out of my head 
that this doofus is just wandering around with a sword in his castle saying <laughs> random things to like just one day oh now i'm a buff dude <laughs> like, like it doesn't make any sense but i got this combination of words i feel like it's really gonna be it's gonna change things yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah good yeah. stuff okay anyway but uh no and honestly like the old show there's just there's charm in that sort of animation too it's Definitely. it's actually a really dark looking show like the characters are very colorful but the backgrounds are always weird purples and cosmic and uh, like kind of like post-apocalyptic sometimes yeah. and like they'll talk to villagers and then they like clearly destitute people yeah 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 <laughs> and i love the design of those hover robots They've yeah got like the weird smiley faces and uh yeah i don't know man. yeah no, there's a lot of bizarro stuff in there and it's cool yeah. and that, that i like that like you said that's the charm like it's it weird is. and it's got charm and man. it's got so much that charm. was the whole thing was they could do anything yeah anything that like they were just like let's mail two things together and magic call it and thing. dragons yeah. and robots and yep. cyborgs yeah. and yeah. Yeah. super science yeah whatever you wanted to do um so that is one of the shows after that i think the next thing that came up was i think it was called the new adventures of he-man where they leaned even more into star wars territory it was a giant fail that's right I completely yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, and yeah it it's not good. Pretty hard. No, yeah. it didn't seem yeah. very good. He man, I think he might have had a ponytail. Yeah, he like, went into space, and the, yeah, there's yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it did not look good. I don't even remember seeing it. What um, year was but, this? Uh, I feel like it was like maybe early '90s or very late '80s. Like they kind of realized 1990. the brand was. Yeah. Straight up 1990. Yeah. So the brand was kind of uh, sinking and they were like, quick, we got to like put new life into it. And then they just, yeah, yeah, it was not, it was not good. A lot of redesigns, different animation. It was like, you know, like nineties cartoons. Like I watched a lot of nineties cartoons. They had like, um, I'm thinking like um, almost like X-Men style, the Mm X-Men cartoon, like they're realistic and muscular. Yeah. Like the new adventures of He-Man weren't quite there. It's like this weird transition period between old He-Man and like newer animation style. And it just, yeah, it was just flat and not, it just was, it was uninspiring. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, at that time you're watching like Cadillacs and dinosaurs or something, which was totally sick. Oh man, that show was so good. Uh, anyways, this, this, I totally missed. But I'm Cadillacs looking at the pictures. No, no, no. New Adventures oh, of He-Man. Yeah, is, like everyone is, did, dude. It just yeah, no, it came out whole, But I'm looking at the pictures online right now. Holy yeah. cow. This is bad. Yeah, it's like, not. It's, yeah. I don't even need to go any further. Holy mm. crap, that's bad. Yeah, just Google New Adventures <laughs> of I, I just pictures. did. It's bad. Yeah, yeah not good. Grief, not dude. good. Wow. But then in 2001 or 2002, yeah. maybe 2003, we got the uh, new Masters of the Universe show um, by a totally different company. I think it was, they didn't have a lot, maybe two seasons or one big season. Yeah, 39 episodes, two seasons. Yeah. But it was, um, I didn't watch all of it, but I did it's good. watch. It, it is, it's pretty good. The, uh, the animation was strong. Like the action was really wicked, kind of somewhat anime spy- inspired, yeah. but... Mm-hmm. They redesigned um, a couple characters, but I actually think it was for the better. Um, yes, there's uh, a, yeah. I can't remember. Is it, what is it? Is it, it's the B guy. What's the B guy's name? Oh, buzz off. Yeah. Buzz off. Buzz off has like a complete redesign. He's like this humanoid, like insect thing. And yeah. it's so cool. 
Whereas like old Buzz Off is, is just he's this weird dumb. Jack dude in a, yeah. like, I don't know if he, he, I was talking to my friend about this. Uh, and we're like, what even is he? Is he like a guy? I don't in know. A, is he in a suit? Is he an insect man? He's got claws for hands. Yeah. Uh, and he's not a villain. Yeah. He's very confusing. Yeah. But, yeah. No, well, they, they did a lot of readings. Even Ram Man is cool. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff. Beast Man was awesome. Yeah. The art up. is, the art's good. I actually, this is another one that I, I did miss this. In the 2002 time, I, I wasn't necessarily plugged into this. No, um, I was like in high school. It was not the time for me to be checking it out, but I, it, showed up on tv i watched i was like this is awesome and then i yeah. like almost got back into masters of the universe but didn't quite. right right I, um, I would go back and watch this though it looks really good yeah it is it's, it's worth a watch YouTube. it holds up fairly well yeah yeah um, um the toys i did not like as much they were very static and they did a weird thing where like their necks were like thrust forward so they mm -hmm. almost had like humpbacks like what the I remember hell is those. That? yeah yeah I, I mean they weren't terrible but uh and I think there's one you can get where He-Man has tribal tattoos because he was um, going to try it for UFC or something. I don't know. <laughs> went to an Ed Hardy. Right yeah, before. he was like, exactly. He's like, I went to the Ed Hardy store, He-Man. I mean, whatever. It was like, what, 2001? Come yeah, on. no, that was in. Or like Randy River pants. I don't know if that's a, <laughs> I don't know if that's a store you have in the U.S. Uh, <laughs> you nope. know, the, long, the Limp Biscuit pants, you know? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Limp biscuit pants. So actually, something I really appreciated about that series is they didn't have cringer talk. That was my oh, yeah. favorite of, of the original cartoon. Even as a kid, I was like, cats don't talk. Like I accept all the other bonkers stuff. Unless they're <laughs> thundercats. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're thundercats. Thundercats do talk. Thundercats all talk. I was not a yeah. fan of thundercats. Yeah, because they were talking cats, apparently. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. out of my alley. Animals talking? Uh, what is this? The Lion You're not King. a big Andrew Lloyd Webber fan either. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can we talk about Cringer just a second? Yes. yes. Of all of the characters that are just, you know, all over the, the Master of the Universe, Cringer is the one that I have the most affection for. Oh. Um, because I think he's a he's a poor slave. I mean, <laughs> what do he's, you mean? A, he's a coward and they yeah. make him go into battle. He doesn't want to do any of this stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he really doesn't. But he I turns into like a total Hulk. G, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But if he had a choice, I don't think he would want to do that. Hold on. Yeah, he's Logan, Bruce Banner. Yeah, <laughs> it's mind blowing. I yeah. never thought of that before. Cringer yeah. is the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Banner. Yes. Banner and Hulk's the battle cat. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't yeah. want to do it. He, he's, he's happy being a cat. But there's part of his subconscious that just wants to go tear stuff up. And that's yeah. what he turns into. Yeah. Uh, that's only because. Uh, I mean, see, I, I, my takeaway when I was watching this movie and what I abuse. little remember. Uh, of the past episodes in the past cringer just was like oh, i don't want to go no 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 and then all of a sudden something happens and yeah, no. he's big yeah. nasty cat he, he man he man blasts him with the sword yeah, yeah. It's like, you need exactly. to get bigger exactly. into battle yeah it's a sword of steroids <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah poor little so cringer Roid if he points the sword at anything can he transform it or is it just cringer that's kind of they don't really ever talk about that they no, could they probably don't. change into something if they made a toy of it like yeah. yeah right right yeah well like, exactly. could he get a parrot yeah. could he get a, a yeah. parrot 
so transform so the pirate into like a vulture, like a friggin' pterodactyl or something. Yeah, right. How yeah. cool would that be? Yeah. So I'm hearing that you agree with me. Uh, that I, I, Cringer I, is I, an uh, is an unwilling participant in all of this. You can't deny that. No. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But do you know what the actual origins with that was that they needed to they needed to sell more stuff. They needed like a vehicle. They needed yeah. a, an accessory. Okay. And so they actually took a tiger that was, I think, for their action man line or for whatever this I may be misremembering the name, but it was like a tiger and it didn't scale well at all. They were like, this doesn't make sense. It's way too big. No one will believe it. And then they painted him green, popped a saddle on him. Boom, battle cat. Battle and then cat. it becomes, I mean, you know, a jack dude with an axe. Riding a saber Riding tiger. a tiger. Yeah, who doesn't want to do that? That's right. That's freaking rad. Yeah, yeah the only person in the world who doesn't like that. that is Cringer. <laughs> yeah. You are, you are right about that, though. You are right about that. How you do you think Cringer was represented in the, the new cartoon? Because I actually think, I, I generally like the cartoon. I don't yeah. think Cringer... Yeah was done justice in that one i don't think uh, so either i think he was still his same old scaredy cat reluctant you know battle cat Does yeah. he, have, he was also he dispensing like this, wisdom at a point though. yeah he has yeah. a big monologue about it and i thought orko and cringer actually shown more than other characters that's kind yeah. of what i and thought like, was weird i guess I, I, yeah. maybe i just wasn't expecting it yeah maybe uh, it was I guess the I saw guy in things uh, differently yeah he was voiced by the guy from office space you know what i mean the uh the dude oh. that they bully who has to live in the corner office or whatever. Yeah. And like, oh, really? And they put him in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red yeah, stapler. Yeah. yeah. yeah I guy. want my red stapler. That yeah. was the voice actor? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. did not catch Good that. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, well, he's in a bunch of others. He's actually a pretty, like, uh, you know, he's in some good things. It's just you don't really recognize him. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess we should talk about Revelations now. Yeah. Because we're, we're there naturally. So. All right. So when this came out, um, I was obviously we talked about it. I was anticipating this because, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, um, there's they are selling a childhood back to me here, Dean, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was sort of the catalyst that got me thinking more about Masters of the Universe and kind of sparked that uh, opened my wallet, as it were. I was like, oh, I'm ready to buy some stuff now. Come on. (laughs) Uh, And so it comes out and you know the usual suspects were uh basically saying they were lied to and deceived and uh it's totally junk because it's woke and tila's muscles are too big and all kinds of just tila was jacked yeah well but you know what but it worked people are jacked in that universe you've got to be you can't have every man in the show be super jacked and none of the women are jacked like well let me say i think she went from kind of jacked to really jacked once she wasn't you know wearing the crown yeah maybe yeah i think there was a definite change in the way she was drawn yeah i have to watch and maybe that was a conscious thing i wasn't really paying attention until well yeah maybe because she's you know kind of on the fringe and, yeah she uh, goes out on her own exiles herself to go be yeah. like uh, a rogue yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, a little name drop of the show uh-huh. let's invite tila on for a conversation how do you yeah, how much whey protein <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no she's not gonna be on the show <laughs> well, she will not yeah. um so anyways there was this huge I don't even know how big it was, right? It was just, you got one of those other situations where people were setting up to review bomb and all of this. And like, 
I don't care if you don't like a thing and you have reasonable arguments as to why I'm not going to give you crap about it. I just felt to me that the fan base was shooting itself in the foot at a moment when something comes out and it is met with just anger and like, like wanting to slit Kevin Smith's throat. Like it's, it's crazy. And, and honestly, I'm not even a big Kevin Smith fan. Like when I was in, when I was in university, I found those movies funny and I think he's a genuine nerd. I think he's like, um, you know, I think he's a cool public figure or whatever. He does his thing, but I'm not like when I heard he was writing, I wasn't like, Oh yeah, this is going to be good. I was a little more uh, in doubt. Mm -hmm. Right. But the show came on, I watched it. And I mean, I thought it was, I watched it a couple of times. Like I found it, yeah, uh, pretty, pretty good stuff. Um, and the argument too. this actually bothers me in general in terms of all art and expectations. So it's like it wasn't what I expected to be. So I hated it. That's such a shallow approach to <laughs> art that like, yeah, yeah, right. I am. I am happy if something isn't what I expected. If it's trash, then I'm not happy. But I don't think from an objective standpoint that that show is trash. I think it's you wanted more He-Man because your dad didn't love you or something. <laughs> wow. I'm just wow. kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Oh Here we God. go. I'm kidding. No. We have it's no fine. listeners anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, that is I am messing around there. I, and I understand, too, if it's like. If He-Man's your favorite character, which I find weird because why is he your favorite character? There's so many cooler dudes in that action figure line. But if he is, and then, spoiler alert, you know, after episode one, he's kind of not the main focus, even though it's kind of clear he's probably going to be a focus later. Yeah, I think they're um, getting back. You know, I get that irking you slightly, but like just throwing the baby out with the bathwater entirely is like, I don't know why you want to do that. And the show is about he-man it's about his legend you know it's about his legacy the things he did and brought and right and that makes him more interesting in my eyes right all of this all of this has happened and will happen again back in 2015 or maybe it was 2014 another major movie came out that had the same issues mad mad max mad max dude oh my god okay very rarely are my like expectations like changed for the better like i went in like i love mad max i like the movie same here right? love it and i and fury road like blew my mind fury road was a goddamn masterpiece and, and everything yeah it's it's fantastic objectively objectively yeah. there wasn't a filmmaking a f- standpoint it's a goddamn masterpiece there were it was so a masterpiece. Many, like yeah. turns of my expectation like mm-hmm. oh this is an action movie so when this happens this is gonna happen right but like he knew that when he wrote it, it was like, no, nah, that doesn't happen this time. But yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Max is the main character. He's an important character, but he's actually kind of the, not, I don't want to say supporting, he's the co-main character. Yeah. He's kind of the background for Furiosa yeah. to be uh, in the forefront and kind of move the movie forward. Yeah, it was um, her story. More it's so. her story yeah. in the Mad Max world. And I saw the same thing with He-Man Revelations. Tila was a story revolving around He-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like, I guess it was, but 
it was also a showcase for Orko and for Man at Arms. Well, yeah, for- it, yeah, we got to see more oh. of them. Yeah, it yeah. allowed all these characters to have a little more screen time than they had yeah. back in the eighties and the in the early nineties. But yeah. it all revolved around it. I think people were wanting all He Man all the time, much like back in twenty fourteen or whenever it was. They wanted all Mad Max, and when Furiosa came out and was on the screen and kind of chewed on the scenery, much like what happened in yeah. Revelations. Yeah, it's there weird. Some- I didn't. I didn't hear that blowback for Mad Max. Really? But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Maybe I just wasn't listening at the yeah. time. The first um, time that they said it wasn't going to be Mel Gibson, people were getting all bent out of shape. But then when, <laughs> well, you know, I mean. Mel, Mel has, <laughs> it wasn't a good era for Mel yeah, Gibson. Not, no, good, not a good time. I, I can't even reconcile with Mel Gibson anymore. Like, I love him as an actor, but like the things he's said and done, it's just so gross to me that I don't even know anymore. Yeah. I don't I, even know. I usually don't I, I, base my I, love of an yeah. actor on anything like that. I mean, no. sometimes I do, but yeah. me either. I don't. It's just like he's I've <laughs> I shouldn't have looked into it more because I'm just like, I'm having a hard time with this one. <laughs> Anyways, eh. I do, you know, and I, I love a lot of Mel Gibson movies, yeah. but whatever. That is a that is a consumer choice. Um, yeah. yeah, I I just I guess, though. From my point of view, same thing where we talk about this all the time. Everyone's like, well, I want a game where I can play as Conan. And a, a lot of us here agree, like, are kind of of the mind that I want to play around in the Hyborian age. Yeah. I want that world to expand. Nope. They do I want not to hear care from about some... playing Conan. Like, right. Like, I, I, I was don't... going to bring up that argument. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that, I, that is like an episode day one argument yeah. that we've yeah. created. Yeah. yeah. It, it, is. Always, it's it always comes down to that. Yeah, when Exile, see, like, cuts you down from the cross, hands you some stuff, and is like, mm-hmm. meet me at the bar later. Yeah, yeah. That's all I want out of Conan. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Let me have yeah. my own adventure, you know? And how disappointing and I mean, would it be to be Conan and get killed every time? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. There's just, there's other ways to do it. And and I guess the other thing was they, I find these are like the same kind of people. Um, they get the same hangups as uh, with like Terminator Dark Fate. If you've not seen that movie, um people seem to hate on that more than all of the other sequels which to me is somewhat mind-blowing because i've seen the other sequels and they are bad i was gonna say this is not a bad flick i thought dark Dark fate was pretty as far as yeah if if i have to order a completely unnecessary sequel to something and you give me dark fate i'm like hmm is that the newest one the newest one yeah but they uh, the common complaint to hear online is they killed John Connor immediately. And it's like, that was the best scene. That was crazy. It was totally disarming. And they did like, they really did a good job with the CGI. Mm-hmm. I, I know people are going to disagree with me on this, um, but you can't keep telling the John Connor story. You can't move sure. that plot forward after yeah, Terminator really 2 true. with John Connor. You've got to do something. Hand and raised. Hand yes, raised. Alex, that's Alex. the problem with Star Wars. And, I'm, yeah. and that's coming from me. Is yeah. that it's like he loves Star Wars. Yeah. That let's was listen, the problem with listen. Star Wars. Yeah, right. They that figured it the out now. Yep. Yeah. Let's tell the same five person story for nine movies. Yeah. yeah. Right? And it gets and it's just okay. I yeah. you know, it, it runs its course. Yeah. And to be fair, Terminator Dark Fate wasn't like a total uh it's not like it wasn't trying to be other films either. It just it did do something a little different. But the same thing with like if you they killed off He-Man. They killed off John Connor and it's like, that's like a non-starter for people. And it's like, for me, I don't really have non-starters with my storytelling. Yeah. The rest of the storytelling it, works. Like the other part of it though, too, is, I mean, if you take the whole season, mm-hmm. it's clearly building. 
Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's like you, you can't accept that for you know this prelude or whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah. I mean, Part you're one. gonna you're gonna get your main character. Yeah. You're gonna get what you want, but like they're gonna they're gonna seed the whole thing a little bit. They're gonna well, that's build it. the it, world. It creates dramatic tension. It yeah. gives well, opportunities for other characters. Now, I think the biggest problem is that they split it in half. If they hadn't done I, that, they would have avoided. Yeah. And, right. And we don't know what's to come, right? Yeah. But. You know, it wouldn't surprise I hope they me. Kill him again. <laughs> so do <Yeah>. I. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, chop his head right off. I, like... I do recall <laughs> back in the early days of Rogues in the House, you were yeah. reviewing uh, Spear and Fang. The oh yeah, the uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Primal. Primal. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Primal. Yep. And um, when Fang died at the end. Mm-hmm. Everybody was a little upset. It's like, this is yeah. so great. How can yeah. you kill one of yep. these awesome characters? Well, we all knew a second season was coming. Yeah. Right. And honestly, I wasn't totally sure they were going to not kill him, right? That he was, was going to come back. Yeah. Her. Her. Yeah. Her. yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, it, it, and and the, our, our outrage was emotional right it was out of the love of the uh, right but like Mm -hmm. if the decision was to do it Mm -hmm. okay i get it like i mean it's a harsh that just solidifies it's a harsh world see and like i actually so you've all touched on this too but i think um without he man in the spotlight right you already said that like we got to see more people and they got the spotlight like i never would have guessed that any kind of sympathetic backstory to evil in but yeah, like Evelyn was awesome. Characters. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, she was. She was. She was actually the or Triclops. Like Triclops was a mook. Oh, I like, loved it. Uh, <laughs> the whole the holy sprocket thing. Yeah, yeah. So they, funny to like, me. Skeletor's like minions were mad that he always sucked, and yeah. like they were there were consequences to Skeletor always having these grand plans that never came through. Yeah. And and then yeah, the cyborg, the the whole thing with the yeah, that was so good. That was so uh, cool. that, yeah, that was Henry Rollins, eh? As, yeah, uh, yeah, really. Triclops. Yeah. Okay, so background that we got to see. I picked up on something, and because it just tickled my funny bone, mm-hmm. they're back in Grayskull. I don't know where they're at, but they went someplace, and they went to uh, Glovula, Glovula. And they found the holy relic, the glove of Glovula. And Tila says something about, well, you know, no glove, no love. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was all that about? <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a cheesy. You know what that was, in my opinion? It's like uh, the old show had cheesy lines, too. Yeah. And this was like a cheesy line to For wink adults? at the adults, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was intentionally bad, but who knows? I, I stopped and I was like what the hell yeah no glove no love i was like that's like uh i heard that in like fresh prince of bel-air like (laughs) i also see that there's a simpsons episode called glove of love i I don't i never watched the simpsons it's not like my show but i don't know google operator over here yeah yeah. uh... so (laughs) but yeah i'm sure that was just like a throwback to like how dumb some of the episodes were okay yeah there was some silly stuff like yeah yeah, I'm wondering helps. too, like the part where he's like, "Now, Skeletor, you're all wet." Like, I'm yeah, wondering, yeah. like, and they 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 made a point of how that sounded stupid. Yeah, no, um, those are intentional. Absolutely. But I'm okay. wondering, I'm wondering if that wasn't an actual line He Man used one time. Oh, could like have been. in the original yeah. show. I I, you know, I don't have the knowledge for for that, unfortunately. What do you but, What do you guys think about? Oh, sorry. I was, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. What do you, What do you think about sort of the? Uh, the, the concept of heaven 
Yeah, the afterlife the, 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 the council of, of he-men's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's there's all kinds of different lore bits that have been taken from mini comics, the original DC comics, uh, the 2000 series, um, and then like expanded universe stuff they did for the uh, classics mm-hmm. toy line. Mm-hmm. So to be honest, um, I think Revelations just kind of cherry picks a bunch of stuff and throws it in there. So for me, I mean, it's so high fantasy, high, you know, crazy super science that I'm not going to be like, that's not going to work. <laughs> you know, like, I sure. Cool. Yeah. Uh, there's like a barbarian bird chick riding a velociraptor or something, something like that. That's like my childhood written all over it. Like, yeah. Vicor, Vicor was in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's, who's the very blatant Conan ripoff. Yeah. And is, the, is that, was that concept of like, the mantle being worn by many over a period of time. Is that introduced there or is that, has no. that been said? So no, there's, yeah, there ahead. was another show called hero, which is yeah. the guy, like he shows up in revelations, the, like the, like what King of heaven or whatever. Sure. The first he man. Yeah. And uh, he's got a toy line and I believe a very short cartoon series back in the eighties. Hmm. Um, I don't remember it cartoon series it might be wrong but like he fought snake people that's and it was a very like cole before conan kind of thing Mm. um but yeah that was always there the other one i think hero added it but this is where the motu nerds are gonna really yeah it could be wrong on us but um i think hero fought hordak or something way back because hordak was like uh centuries old yeah um and then i think yeah one of those older characters kind of defeated him and then he played in the shadows and started mentoring uh keldor who would be come skeletor skeletor i found it uh interesting not in the way that you guys took it but i took it in more of a michael moorcock eternal champion type of thing let's see that Mm. yeah you can there's easy parallels there you know they were all kind of the same entity, different aspects of the same person throughout yeah. different times and dimensions and places and stuff like that. Yeah, it um, seems very much like they're setting up for someone else to take over the mantle. Right. Um, and of course, if that becomes Tila, then the same people are going to lose their minds. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. But <laughs> Tila, Tila is like in canon. She is uh, she's like the. Um, sorceress's daughter sorceress and man at arms i think yeah um so i don't know if they're gonna do that and if they do whatever actually what i'd like i think they alluded to it no they definitely they definitely alluded to it it. like remember in um, in in revelations yeah yeah Yeah, remember man at arms a whole bunch of times like well i gotta tell you about you know your right your past yeah they got it's not the right time it's not the right time yeah they got explicit about it in the old series like um so that then those are the facts i guess i think there was an episode in the old series where tila figured it out yeah and then yeah there is it might be a two-part right. episode that de- that development is is most definitely coming yeah. for sure yeah i would say so um, an aside real quick i googled it again um hero there are two there's hero one who is like the very first conan or is conan he-man and there's <laughs> hero two who is the son of he-man but we don't know about him because he's in that new adventures of he-man show that nobody watched oh wow okay <laughs> there you go. 
Well, yeah. uh, so here's what I was thinking might be cool. Let's say, for example, He-Man does lose the mantle. Someone else takes it. If He-Man went back to the roots of that like mini comic character where he was just a barbarian in the woods who used his axe, like loses certain powers, but kind of goes back to a more primal state. That could be cool. Yeah, that yeah. Could be cool. I, mean, I don't I don't see that happening, but that could no, be cool. I don't either. I don't either. No. Um yeah. I imagine we have a very happy ending. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. And and I wanted to say too, like where he when he got killed the second time in episode five or whatever, when he basically gets the sword plunged through Prince Adam, that was a good I thought that was a good uh uh, you know, a good climax, like a yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It it was like I didn't really see that coming. I was like, all right, here we go, and then he gets killed. It was very Game of Thronesy, right? Yeah, I thought actually, I thought the whole thing really tied together pretty well. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't love Orko in it. I didn't love Cringer in it, but that's my own sort of just not, like, you know, my thing per- is- it's just personal preference, really. Yeah, exactly. I've never really liked Orko. Merman was my favorite. Yeah, right. Orko's a hard like anyway. Merman, yeah, I love Merman. Um, I actually, though, to be fair, uh, who was it? It's the guy who does Batman's voice. Um, Batman. Kevin Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy Conroy actually did the voice for Merman, and I was unimpressed. (laughs) I gotta say. I, I, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't stand out. And to me, it really should have. Yeah, sure. uh, but maybe, See, maybe Merman didn't have a whole lot going on though. Yeah, he didn't really. No, no, exactly. Maybe right. it was, but that's the thing; it didn't stand out in that moment, and I kind of felt like Merman needed a very distinct voice. But sure. whatever. I mean, we'll see what happens. I like um, that he went back to his people and became like the king of them. He's all scarred up. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. it and makes I it even... feel like there's stuff going on on Eternia, like yeah. as opposed to the old one, where it's kind of just like static. Right. Oh, this exists now. He totally Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's just it, man. I mean, Aquaman's not very powerful until he's very powerful. Yeah. You know? Um, blue whale. That's the big whale. I did actually. <laughs> <laughs> not just any whale. Oh, Lord. It's a particularly Moby Dick he's just summoned. <laughs> <laughs> oh I lord I don't of power even, i don't even know what i mean by lords of power lords of power yeah no um one thing i want to bring up before i forget did you guys see uh this sun man character yeah yeah so for i don't those recall who, yeah those who don't know sun man was essentially created by a lady um wasn't her kid yeah, so in yeah. the 80s or you know, around that time when He-Man was out, her son had said to her, you know, I can't really I don't see any heroes that look like me. So they're a they were they're a black family. And they created this essentially like a knockoff toy line um and a comic that went with it. And so, you know, it was very kind of under the radar, but they had a bunch of characters of like different ethnicities and but they all looked like He-Man, Jack dudes, same yeah. sort of make. Anyways, fast forward to like two months ago or a month yeah. ago, or no, earlier this month at PowerCon, this He-Man She-Ra convention, and they revealed that uh, Mattel worked with this lady to create 
a new Sun Man that then has been brought into Masters of the Universe as a canon character. Awesome. Yeah. He's like yeah. the ruler of the sun that like Eternia rotates around. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, obviously she's getting money and things like that. They're not, it's nothing sneaky or anything. They're like, but it's, that's, I mean, when the hell has that happened before that you Yeah, just, that's cool. Was yeah. he in cool the film? Story. Was he in the, in the, he, no, he was series? not, he was I not in, so. no, he wasn't in any because he was not, it was like, essentially a um it was a separate version it wasn't related to master of the universe but now okay basically like we'll take this guy in in his cast of characters and pop him in yeah the master's canon which is i think they debuted the character's new figure and his existence in the universe um yeah. after the show came out so yes. yeah it, it's possible he'll show up in the next what six episodes five episodes but yeah or somewhere exactly somewhere else down the line, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Do we have any um, idea when the next set is coming out? Uh, so I oh, heard... Yeah, I see this, though. That's cool. I heard that Kevin Smith on a recent podcast said we would see the trailer soon. Mm -hmm. And that I think it's going to come uh, maybe just after, like, early 21 or 22. Okay. Yeah. I guess we'll see. It wouldn't surprise me if like, <laughs> so imagine if they had this show and He-Man doesn't come back, right? And they had already done it. Do you think there's any possibility they're like, oh crap, <laughs> we need to get He-Man back. Okay, let's yeah, yeah, we need rewrite, to, rewrite we, this. Yeah, we need to rewrite, reanimate. It's going to be another year. Uh, I doubt hmm. it. Imagine. I, I doubt it. I mean. I think we know. would have heard something about that by now. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And I mean, the truth is, I, I, I mean, I will honestly say this. I don't, if he does not make a return because of the strength of like evil Lynn and Skeletor and, you know, even beast man was super cool. Like these other characters, like that's totally worth watching to me. I don't, yeah. you know, beast man was super cool. That was yeah. a good, that's I a love good his relationship with evil Lynn. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I feel like we haven't mentioned the star studded cast very much. Oh man, yeah, it's quite uh, something. Uh, voice actors on that. Yeah, the, the voice yeah. actors. Outstanding. Um, a bunch man at arms, Liam Cunningham, Lena Headey is Evil Lynn, uh, Mark Hamill, obviously yeah. Skeletor. Yeah. Uh Sarah Michelle Geller is Tila. Tony Todd is Scareglow. Tony Todd yeah. is Tony Man. How yeah. awesome was the Scareglow episode? Yeah, that was good. Mm -hmm. that and was also little... Tony Todd, like, was Candyman, right? Right. So you look at Candyman, you see him, he'll open that jacket and he's got like the ribs showing. And then it's like, he's Scareglow, who's like a skeletal man. I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> that's how we got the gig. Yeah. 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 But a lot of good voice acting, a lot of good characters. Um, who's the guy who played the tree dude? Oh, Moss Man. Yeah, Moss Man. Because he was a voice in the original show. Oh, was he? Uh, he was he Skeletor's original? Yeah, voice? he was Skeletor the original show. I can't remember yeah, his yeah. name, but that I was can't him. either. That's terrible. But yeah. uh, I mean, what an iconic voice! Why wasn't he Skeletor in the new one? Well, that's a good question. I Alan think, Oppenheimer. Yeah, yes, Oppenheimer. Is. That's it. Yeah, I think that's a two-part thing: a recognition, name recognition. Yeah, everyone knows who Mark Hamill is, and also Mark Hamill like lobbied for the part. Oh, mm. okay. And I mean, I guess I suppose if Mark Hamill, like, granted, he's Luke Skywalker, but like, he's also the Joker. 
right in the cartoon which is like one of his like probably his most iconic performance outside of luke skywalker well i mean it's one of down mark hamill like it's one of the best joker performances ever yeah and i mean i can see kevin smith being like oh yeah hamill as skeletor Uh, i mean maybe oppenheimer's very old too right like he's he probably can't he probably can't do the same skeletor voice and then if you're i don't know maybe he can but um yeah i don't know Overall, killer cast. I think Lena yeah. Lena Hedy uh, as. Did I say her as, name? I said Hedy. I don't know. How I say her name. <laughs> I don't know either. I, I just know, kind whatever. of fudged, fudged it when I said okay. it. Uh, yeah, I thought as Eva Lynn, she was just awesome. Absolutely yeah. awesome. I'd, I'd watch a whole Eva Lynn show. I really would. Yeah. And and they're even setting up. I love the thing too, where it's like you see when Skeletor comes back, and she kind of like she has that moment of like, I guess I got to go with him, but. Yeah, yep. yeah, a little, like, co- a little conflicted. Yeah, I felt exactly. sad for her. I felt yeah, sad exactly, for her. but she I think she finally she's... found herself. Yeah, without Skeletor, which is like borderline abusive, a relationship of some sort. Yeah. yeah, and then he came back, and she immediately snaps back into that, like, "Well, this is me now." Yeah, well, and then he little he be- Joker Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He becomes a god. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, kinda, he man's he man's got to come back. How are you going to not? Yeah, you know, you got to kill Skella God here. What's going on? So you gonna bring all the other he men back from heaven, and so they have a big battle. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. that's right up there with the whole eternal champion thing in the Morcock yeah. series, where mm-hmm. they all yeah. combine together, Stay make the seas of fate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the Voltron, the He Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's also so many things that we've talked about, like on our little group chat, like the vehicles, the vehicles, were the, the vehicles. literal toys. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah a lot yeah. of so many good things in there. I, I had forgotten the... that it was so much sword and science fiction. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah, up yeah. There with the science fiction. Yeah. It's super, super laser guns, computers, androids. Yeah. If but I had weird. not, yeah, if I had not been part of this podcast and been requested to watch it, I don't think I would have watched it. But I'm very, very, very glad that I did because I enjoyed mm. it. I didn't have much of an affinity for it when it first sure. came out, but thanks to you guys, I'm like, all right, I'll give it a chance, and I was thoroughly entertained. Yeah, and, and that's that's what I think anybody should just go out, watch it, have fun with it. Yeah, you know, even if you that's didn't love that's... it as a kid. Right. But or also, if you have these certain expectations, it's like you're really going to you're doing yourself a service to try and drop that a little. Again, we don't all have to like the same things. I'm not yeah. chastising anyone who doesn't like it. Right. It's just don't jump on a bandwagon of of, you know, hating on something because of a thing that you heard or you feel like someone has deceived you. It's like Dean has no association with this at all. You watched it and you're like, yeah, that was pretty entertaining. And I guess that's my argument is that as a show, it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, mm-hmm. and this is where you get these, you know, people telling me Rotten Tomatoes is rigged and my eyes are just rolling back in my head. It's like, how would that even work? <laughs> do you even know how that, do you have know how? The sheer logistics of this are mind boggling. Yeah. And people <laughs> are like critics are stupid and paid off. And what do they know anyways? It's like, well, you know, critics do study film. They have encyclopedic knowledge of it yeah. i feel like well, there's also i mean equipped. there's also always going to be a level of hot negative hot takes to get yeah. their your own youtube channel clicks whatever, well, exactly. whatever you're looking for right i mean it's yeah. all money 
Yeah, you're right. Not not to say that people don't have legit reasons why they didn't like it, but yeah, there's definitely a percentage of, hey, look at me, I have a thing to say. Yeah, and part of it is just I actually kind of just feel like it just kind of sucks when you have a a fan base where I don't know, or like this is this is all fan bases, right? But I don't know. It, it sucks when you can't all come together and have a good time anymore. And I'm seeing so much less of that, right? Everything I hate just fragmented. It fandom is toxic. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. And I think I especially give too much oxygen to it. Should just ignore it. But, you know, I don't know. It's kind of ingrained in what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. On, on but, a positive note, um, I want to say that I think Matt and I are both notorious on the show for like not being into the animation. Mm, yes. I very much. So there was He-Man um witcher what is it nightmare of the wolf i haven't watched that yet i still need to watch it i heard it's good oh dude appreciate of it is that like the magical effects that like the sorcery battles Mm. can be so much cooler than they could ever be on a normal live action Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Um, i'd agree with that i'm not gonna go out and watch anime like tonight Okay, but I'm open to the idea that a good cartoon can have cool effects that I wouldn't be able to see elsewhere. All right, well, I've got a, a teaser here. You guys need to kind of brush up on a little bit of animation coming up here soon for a future podcast. Oh, yes. That yes. is correct. We that is give correct. nothing away, but yes. a lot of brushing up. Well, now I want to know. I'll have <laughs> yeah. to find out. I have to find out when we go off. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell you behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, well, and Primal was animated too, right? Like, right. Yep. It's not. I love That's and the true, thing yeah. about Primal that I really like is that thing is it's hard for me to get dramatically invested in cartoons. Sure. But Primal was no problem at all because nope. it was all just visual storytelling. Yeah. Um, and I would say that's the thing about Revelations that I thought was successful too is that. I did care about the characters. I did enjoy some of those arcs. And for me, I like Logan as well. My guard is a little bit up for animation. I'm, I respect it. I, I have watched my fair share, but as far as using it for dramatic storytelling, it's not always a hit for me. Right. Right. Yeah. And, but I, I also think that has taken drastic leaps forward yes. in the past, yes. I don't know, several years, whatever number you yep. want to give. Um, so I'd be curious to see how you feel as you watch more and more of it. Yeah. How's the, uh, that new star Wars one, Alex, uh, the the visions. Yeah. So it, that one's a collection of like independent stories. So there, there are some that are great, great. Like, I mean, really good hits. And then there are some that I'm like, "Eh, eh, take it or leave it. Kind of like love death and robots. That's exactly it. Death and robots. Such a good show. Such a good show. Really. Did you hear the rumor about that? I have not. So I don't know. I haven't confirmed this with my people at uh, cabinet or slash funcom. Um, and I guess even if I did, I couldn't say so. But uh, the rumor was that Tim Miller, who coincidentally was the director of Terminator Dark Fate, uh, he's he and David Fincher, I think, are the producers of that show. And he said that they wanted to do a Conan Red Nails as one of the episodes. I did hear that. Yes. Yeah. And for whatever reason, it didn't work, but like Bummer. just that idea of like, if, if you could do one-offs of like 
yeah on netflix for yeah. just conan short stories animated that would be so mm-hmm. wicked yeah yeah that would be put, cool howard andrew it. jones and i were actually talking about that a little bit on the whetstone discord like he was yeah. saying his ideal tv show would just be like a sword and sorcery tv show and like one season would be conan another season would be like elric and another season yeah. would be Stafford and Grey Mouser, like that. yeah, I pay for that. I'd watch that, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Problem is, producers just don't, yeah, they don't see things that way. But that's kind of different though now too. If you get something that's a big brand like The Witcher, you can yeah. do these weird little offshoots with it, right? That's what's so cool about the Star Wars one. It's real. It's all these. It's ten different studios mm. that come together and take do their own take, their own story, and they just put it together as an anthology. And boom, it reminds me of that yeah. Animatrix. Do you ever watch that? Yeah, it's a, like Animatrix, like you said. Um, uh, what is it? Love, love, uh, the robots. Death and robots. Yeah, love death yeah. and robots. So you know, anthologies. Hey, yeah, tying it back to sword and sorcery. Mm. Boom. Yeah, good job. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so we should probably like uh, start wrapping. Yeah. Um, rogues in the house. No, wrapping. I'm gonna do. We're gonna do a bonus track one time. Yeah, Dean, one we got day. Dean now. He can produce the track. It'll be a hidden track. It'll be a hidden track if they yeah. wait. Like from here on out, everybody needs to just listen in for another yeah. thirty seconds. Yeah, we used to do something. that. Yeah, we used yeah, to have the hidden, the hidden late stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just figuring Bring it out. back. Bring it back. What, what rhymes with house? Uh, deloused. Uh, why is that the first thing I went for? <laughs> <laughs> mouse. Grouse? Yeah. Mouse Grouse? probably. But, yeah. Oh, mouse in this house because we the rogues in the house. <laughs> Gray mouser in the house, sir. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. That was bad. Oh. I'm losing my edge here, guys. Wait, is that Canadian uh, rap? <laughs> Canadian raps about double doubles and uh toonies syrup. Toonies. toonies and loonies flannels. I wore uh I wore my denim tuxedo the other day at school. Nice. Yeah. Didn't even bat an eye. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Awesome. Dope. And I like I'm just gonna ah. lean into it now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else that we could say about this now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, here's here's my question to you. Dean, this may not apply to you, but okay. Alex, Logan, uh, yeah, well, Dean, you can answer the question too. I'm mostly answer asking from like an action figure perspective, but like who's your favorite your favorite masters of the universe character? Not like, oh, I love this character's deep arc, but sure, like, sure. just aesthetically, which one gives you the joy? Boy, I'm going to let you guys go first because I'm going to sound like a complete ass when I say mine, but go for it. So I'm going to give kind of a, a little bit of an array here. Okay. That's uh, Skeletor is probably top number one. Oh, actually. All around. Let me say this first. Okay. I actually had written the question. What is your favorite one that is not He-Man or Skeletor? Now right. you can answer Skeletor, but it okay. might be easier right. this way. Yeah. No, it, it is also well, because Skeletor, I think, kind of would be the number one. Stinkor, because <laughs> it's just a complete ridiculous yeah. toy. I know. Has always had just a, I, even as a child, I was like, that is completely bonkers. So yeah. I'm going to go with Stinkor. And this, this girl I was uh, seeing in uh, <laughs> university, Smell just like Stinkor. <laughs> it's like, and I don't know you, how they didn't what are you know wearing Skunkor. Yeah, I know. I, well, I actually had my memory had him as Skunkor. 
Me, mine like, too. Mine too. What is mine with too. all these people with all these stinkor action figures, and they're <laughs> hidden out of sight the whole time? Yep. Where are they getting these scents? Um, <laughs> and he had a breathalyzer for himself, which is weird because that means he didn't like his own smell. Yeah. No, yeah. I think I think what it was was that he he it could like blast out of his mouth, but yeah. the suit could allow him to channel it. Oh, all right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, excuse me. But to be fair, he he was actually <laughs> never in. He was never in the filmation show. Oh, really? He, no, he just was an action figure. Yeah. Yeah, I think there were a lot of action figures that weren't in the show. Yeah, some just did not make it. It's like, this. look, we made a skunk man. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, and yeah. I, I had him, man. I remember yeah. having Stinkor. Uh, okay, what about you, Logan? Um, so. <clears throat> Mine's hard. I really, really, really like the humanoid animal type things. Mm-hmm. So like Beast Man is cool. Merman is cool. Um, Buzz Off in the 2001 is cool. <laughs> um, there's also this one that just gets me. His name is Clawful. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah, And he's like a humanoid crab lobster man. Yeah. I don't know like... what it is about these like hybrid things, but like yeah. I love the idea that Eternia has like it's got humans, but then it's got all kinds of like weird. Like, there's is Stinkor and, and, the only skunk? Exactly. Man? Are yeah. they one-offs? Right. Yeah. They're all yeah. Right. Right. There's no other there's race like, of those people. They're just like yeah. the one thing. And I'm sure that's probably like breaking your rule a little bit with like the. Uh, but like we know from Revelations that Beast Man has a race. Yeah. There are other yes. people like yeah. him, right? Yeah. But are some of these like mutants bred in a tank yeah. or something? Like what I are wonder they? that too. Yeah. Beastman is a very Logan character. Yeah. yeah. No, very I, relatable I like to character. a Logan type of person. <laughs> yeah. He's basically uh, in the I, I, I'm sorry. I got to hijack this again for a second because yeah. I thought of two things. So <laughs> obviously guys like Trapjaw and Triclops are awesome. And yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. They should have been listed as well. But I want to give a shout out to Jitsu. Yeah. You know who that is? Do you know why? I do. Why? Because he, he's the monk. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm familiar with this one. Look him up. Jitsu, he's cool, uh, man. He's got like oh, yeah. this. He's, got he's like a he's That is not enemy. an offensive design at all. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, oh. it's probably yeah. not aged well. Yeah, but no, cool. Karate chop guy. Yeah. 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 No. And he's actually, got an iron fist. And I think, too, back in the day when you had Ninjor, uh he was like the ninja guy super jacked which is always weird like you are too jacked for a ninja but if you took his his mask off you would have it's jitsu (laughs) it's the same sculpt yeah yeah uh okay dean who's yours i know you got to go in a couple minutes here so we'll wrap it but uh what's your what's your pick okay i don't have a favorite action figure but but in terms of the show i gotta just say because i find her attractive tila Oh, there you go. There I'm so not many... apologizing for the fact yeah, that I find her attractive. Yeah, that's okay. She's got Sarah Michelle Geller's voice. She's super jacked. So when Dean was saying earlier, I think she got more jacked. He was like, I am more attractive now. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Now, do, do you typically go that. for the uh, the warrior women or the sorceress women? Because Evil Lynn would be more my speed. Yeah, I feel the I sorceress was, women. I was torn. I was torn. But I think um, more along the warrior women. Um, oh, all yeah. right. Very good. Which is why all video games that I might play are usually female warrior. If I got to spend this much time yeah, yeah. looking at something, I want to enjoy no, it. I do that, too. Most of my, like, handcrafted characters are are women. Yes. And this is what I do. (laughs) I mean, somebody might have some type of, you know, psychological analysis of that, but it's because (laughs) I like to look at what I'm playing. 
when we uh, were playing yeah. Conan Exiles, Matt was like a big, like beefy dude, and Alex yeah. is a big beefy dude, and like I'm, I'm a chick. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I don't know. And he 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 used the uh, slider to make a giant. <laughs> no, just no, kidding. no, I'm no, kidding. no. <laughs> so to answer the question of which masses of the universe figure I'd most like to date. It's got to be Stinkor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, naturally. He reminds me of all those uh, ladies I dated that smelled the patchouli. Woo. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, okay. I want to take you to a Renaissance fair, Matt. You're just going to be like, where's all the Stinkors? Where, where are all these Stinkors? <laughs> where are they? Yeah. Uh, Stinkor okay. candle, Stinkor incense. <laughs> I, think, I think my favorite is, uh, I really like, I've got this, there's a new merman. He's actually from the lords of power so like he was the prototype version of merman mm-hmm. and oh. so i've got i've got two from this new line and i like the lords of power one better i'll send you guys a picture he's like kind of friendly looking oh yeah <laughs> he's got like big old googly eyes yeah 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 oh I, see I, and i'm forgetting many faces as well yeah oh yeah faces. that was cool Who has like a weird flesh suit he's yeah. got like his suit is like skin colored so he's a yeah. weird one he's, he's a, a weird, weird one. one yeah um but I really like Fisto as well. He's got this magnificent beard. How could you not? And mustache. Yes. And his weapon is just a fist. Yeah, he's the counterpart to Jitsu. Yeah, he is. They're, yeah, like, yeah. they're like enemies. Yep. And uh, he has this horse vehicle. Like, couldn't just have a horse. No, no. It's this weird horse robot named Stridor yeah. that he... Yeah. I love how they just put O-R at the end of normal words. Like, yeah, yeah. Ninja. Yeah, oh, Stridor. totally, totally, totally. And then, <laughs> and then, of course, again, we'll throw out Ram Man. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. As a, as a child, I'm pretty sure everyone probably did this at one time or another. You squish Ram Man down, and then you leave him somewhere, and you and try to, pop. like, throw. Yeah, he'll either pop <laughs> or you try to throw something to get him to pop and have him yeah. shoot up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try that. I got the new one. I think I think we all need to rename ourselves. That's uh, Logar, yeah. M- Mator, Mator. Yeah. Alexor. That's actually really good. Yeah. Alexor. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. Mine's not. Mine's not so cool. Dinor. You're, uh, no, yeah. no, no, no. You're you're Gaikor. Oh, there, yeah, you yeah. Go. there you go. I like yeah. that. That's so good. Why yeah. are they so good? They're yeah. all awesome. All right, we got to end on that note. What? Yeah. I mean, come on, we're not going to top that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For the rogues, I'm Gaikor, uh, and I am Mator, and I am Logor. <laughs> I, I don't even remember what I was. Alexor, you just had oh, Alexor. There just we go. Thank you. Hold on, hold on. No, I want Logan to be Dryfor. No man. No, you should be no man. <laughs> Richard Dreyfor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, oh, boy. Well, they're all better than Seaman. That's true. <laughs> and on that note, yeah. may your swords always remain sharp. <laughs>